taking this down, but they're looking for the killer blow. That's it, back of the end zone. Dagger! He's looking. Jamil's coming. Jamil's coming. He's moving. He's, moving. He's got him. That, he's got him. He's got him. It was caught, but Jed has called the sack. Incomplete. He called the sack. It's two points to the hammerhead. An unbelievable sack there by Jamil. Yeah. The last game of the day, and it's caught, and it's in. It's a touchdown. I said it's a, a touchdown. The last score. play of the game. Last the clock play. is at zeros. That's it. Your Swansea Hammerheads are advancing to the Division One final, having knocked off the two seed and having knocked off the one seed. Alan Young, you look absolutely stunned. What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! <laughs> and now, a new episode of The Way We HNC It. Good evening. Hello. Welcome to another episode of The Way We HNC It. It's it, there's a lot has happened recently. Hopefully you listened to our special episode uh, last week with the with the GB women's team takeover. I was relegated to the uh to being a humble guest and it was odd. So I'm back as your host again. My name is Bez and we're about to talk you through another week in the wild world of flag football and in fantastic news i'm glad to share with all of you stuart anderson is back i'm back he's back hello hello it's good to be back on the internet biz hello radio hello radio yeah i'm back after a little bit of a, a hiatus it just feels like the flag season for me a little bit of a hiatus and it just miraculously makes a comeback he is. um he's been here for yeah. years yeah i was planning on coming to see you on, on saturday biz and my you? wife has given me permission to come by the fields and say hello to my favorite fantastic internet social media influencer uh mr besley berry apparently is going to be present in uh, near my home so i'm going to go be. be a little fanboy i'm going to jump your fence. pom-poms out and i'm going to come support my boys um, yeah man, yeah it's lovely to be back it's nice to kind of hear your voice again Bez. it's lovely to hear you. Yeah, things. It's how been, have you been keeping well it's been good on? it's been good there's been there's been a lot of action in the in the flag in the flag football world some of it positive some of it negative some of it, yeah. Some of I'm it. Just, I, I mean, I don't know this, if we have yeah. the license to play the, um, you know, the Mulder and Scully music, but if we did, I mean, we're we're getting into conspiracy theories later on in this. Get show. our tinfoil hats on. Let's we go. absolutely do. We absolutely do. Tinfoil, tinfoil hats. Ding ding ding. ding. <laughs> I've yeah. also got my little sweary beepy button if I need it tonight, Bez. Like I don't know if you can hear it. I've got it. Oh, no. Did you hear it? No. Oh, that's disappointing. Oh well. I do have a little beepy button. Nice. I'm press for nice. nice weird words tonight. We'll try and uh, try and hold it together as a. I'll do my best, family, mate. I'll do my best. Family friendly episode. I will hold it together tonight, Bez. I'll do my best. <laughs> but as as we know, that's PG uh, twelve rating. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets well, one. Yeah, I just got to put it in at the right moment. I've just got to work it out through today. And when we speak about something or anything like that, I can just slip it in. Well, that's the one. Well, well I mean. <laughs> Well, what, you do, best, what you do in the best. privacy of your own home is that completely up to I you? Mean, you can Anderson. see me on webcam. The people listening can't, so that's true. I'll do it in silence. That's true. <laughs> if you start giggling, we know what happened. Yeah. Everybody knows that real G's move in silence. Like lasagna. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what was that? 
Oh, little wait, there's a little Wayne can... lyric. Got me there. Okay, okay, it's, okay. That's superb. Hold myself together. Yeah, we are. We are, of course, not alone today. Though we have a very, very special guest. Um, someone who has contributed to the show previously, and you're probably all very familiar with his work. We are joined by Mr. Andy Keith of Andy Keith Photo, who takes the finest flag football photos and was once described by myself as the Getty Images of flag. Hello. Hello, Andy. Hi, Andy. A very, very special guest. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm probably like the least prestigious guest you've had on this show. Like, <laughs> TV head coaches and doctors and all sorts, but I, I appreciate you having me and thank you for that nice introduction. Fez, it's are, nice to be here. You're very welcome. I did actually once have a list of everyone that we've had on as a guest, but I've not filled it out in quite some time. Um, but yeah, there's there's we were well into the we were well into the thirties, I think. We must be getting close to fifty odd guests over the over the years and you know what you could start out as a guest and then when and if you work hard when you grow up you will eventually be a host like tree yeah you evolve <laughs> andy it evolves and then they rope you in and then you ask for a favor and then tom gets cancelled on the internet and then the, i get i, I come in <laughs> so. get cancelled. yeah we've all had different approaches to this right i guess i started on on a, behind a camera on a live stream that a podcast started. Yes, uh, but I've I've done it. I've made it. I am on the show, and I'm happy. But oh, when you when you put it like that, yeah, there is definitely a sense of like, what? How are we? Why are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, tree. You must remember the initial podcast where it was like it was essentially a group call on an app on your phone. Yep, I remember it. Uh, oh, Anchor. Yeah, you just and used, then we like, had like our headphones and we we're all plugged in like mobile signals and it's couldn't like see, ah, couldn't uh, see each other. Hello, and it's like yeah. I have no idea what you're saying, Bez. All that yeah. Highland internet, I have no idea what you're saying. Couldn't I mean? Couldn't see each other. Couldn't. Nah. Yeah, didn't know when anyone had finished talking. And then we get Andy Keith in like 4K. I mean, yeah, the video <laughs> content has got better. They don't see this, but Andy mm. is just looking spectacular. So. But thank you very much. What, what look you at you now. Look, look at look at us. Look, look at, at us. us. Look what we did. Look at what we've done. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Not only look at what we've done, look at what look at the things that have happened over the flag football world. So wow. obviously the big news at the moment is and and the reason that, that Andy is, is on board today. Um the European Championships are one week away today as of publishing um not long to go at all and we are starting to find out some things about the tournament <laughs> yes it's not, it's not a big tournament at all is it uh we're not going to give people time to prepare and understand what's going on mm. well we there's i don't know if we're supposed to share this yet but <gasps> i haven't been told explicitly that we can't just oh, the other okay. things will be shared later in the week um well it depends when this podcast goes out right Technically, uh, early early next week. week early next week sorry. Oh, so this, this right, is going okay, out okay. This oh, is you're going screwed out man morning. yeah you're screwed um, Bez. sorry it was nice so, knowing you man yeah it's fine That'll, you're next yeah. to go well, who, is it just me and andy hosted yeah, this it's gonna be, this is this is andy's audition <laughs> oh that's why you brought oh, him in oh, no <laughs> question, ah, you're welcome in the reason we, the reason that we've had 30 guests over the years is that because eventually i will get myself cancelled and then we will need people to carry on <laughs> the name. 
Right, we'll carry on. I, oh, I, I can't show you my camera, but I've got, I've got jerseys, Bez. You've got jerseys? I've got, I've got jerseys. Oh, yes, I, right. I'm, I'm now part of the team. You are. I'm getting censored for the camera, but... There you no. go. Sure, you got the merch. Got the merch out. Got two Absolutely. pieces of merch. Not even one, two pieces of merch. Double merch. Got a really good. If you're going to go big, you got to go for it, right? Yeah. Plus, I thought well, it's a two day tournament. You know, you can't wear the same top two days in a row. It is. It is. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, right. Euros are coming. So, Andy, you, after a period of time, have become an accredited media member at the tournament up to something season is is it you've been up to something and we're ready to go yeah we were collectively up to something for a little while and uh yeah i mean i, I don't know if i'm officially even accredited yet but i will be when i get there i am going and that that has been confirmed yeah and i'm very very excited for it and uh you know very thankful for the opportunity to go along and um take as many pictures as i can while i'm there really yeah absolutely so yeah, you are going to embed yourself in with the national team. You've been to camp. Yeah. What's what's it like? Do we do we what's talk about like? up to something season now? Could can we like kind of reveal? What, what uh, yeah, yeah, there? it's it's happening. It's a week out. We may as well. Yeah, if, we're done. If, yeah. If, if no one else is going to create content, Andy, it's up to us to do it. That's that's essentially what what our conversation started <laughs> as. <laughs> I think we were like kind of almost independently thinking about it like how are we going to tackle the euros and of course it makes sense to team up in a in a way and try and get as much coverage as we can out to everyone who's like i think asking for it and really wants it and is looking forward to this tournament but yeah basically i i mean i i wanted to go that that's like a, the, the first step of all of this is i really wanted to go and i was thinking of going over as a spectator even just because the first tournament in four years for, for our national programs and it's just exciting. I'm like a fan of the sport. I wanted to go over and see, but I figured that this is one that's well worth covering, getting some pictures of it, uh, trying to get some news shared, whatever we needed to do. And uh, yeah, kind of just figured if I want to go over, why not do that and uh, do what I, what I enjoy doing. I really do enjoy, you know, photographing flag and doing that kind of media covering side of it. Um, so yeah, kind of, I think it was when the uh, the men's squad was announced. I just tagged everyone in it, like as many players and coaches as I could. Um, and it was actually a friend of the show, Dr. Liam Harper, who I think uh, passed that on um, and I ended up in touch with Paul LeBet. And yeah, down to camp, things one thing led to another. And yeah, I think uh, it's, it's kind of all just, you know, I would say happened quickly, but it's not happened quickly at all. It's, I feel like it's one of these things that's been building up for a long time and come around quickly. Um, yeah, the, but the, I, I really the, enjoyed the time with the camp, the time with the team. They were really, you know, accommodating of me being there. Kind of, I was worried I would be uh, like a thorn, just kind of in the in the way. Um, but they were all very, you know, totally willing for me to be there, and glad that they're kind of feeling the same way about joining them in Ireland. So. Yeah, a week away. I'm I'm pretty hyped for it. Yeah, I know what you mean, and it seems like it's dragged out the whole way. And then, like, we threw up the three weeks to go graphic, mm -hmm. and now a week one, today, one yeah. week out, and just around the corner. What you fly on? Wednesday? I I fly out on Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, there's a training 
kind of walkthrough day on Thursday, um, which will be a quieter day for me. But obviously, you know, the team's getting acclimatized and figuring out where fields are and all that kind of thing. Getting my accreditation, hopefully. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now. And then, yeah, Friday we we go. We got a uh, a full a f- like full few days, like straight from the get go, like first thing in the morning on Friday. So it feels like uh, that that this week is going to fly by. Like not wanting to you know wish my time away, but I'd really want to just. I think like exactly like the girls were saying on the last um, episode that you had, like we're kind of just all wanting to get on the flight now. I say we like I'm part of the team, but like I think everyone individually is is wanting to just go over and and get going now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, you're fully with the, with the, with the team sideline pass accreditation, pretty much wander around where you want. And then yeah, that's the plan in the evening. Yeah. I think, I think the the plan really is obviously with the games. um, My, my goal is to just capture as much content as we can and share it with, um, with your audience as we can, with anyone who's looking for coverage of it as we can. But then, just for for the benefit of everything that this could lead to, like having a bank of of good media, as uh, I just feel like that's going to be important. I just I kind of hated the idea of both of our teams going over, performing really well, and no one's able to see it like that. I just didn't I didn't like yeah. that idea at all. Um, yeah. So I uh, yeah, that's, or like that's coverage, why like I, coverage like the main reason like I'm going grainy screenshots from live streams. Yeah, you know, a picture on a phone of a great one-hand catch in oh, the end zone in the final. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah. crazy. Are we, are we allowed yeah. to talk about what kind of content you're you're taking, Andy? Like, what what what, what do we expect from you? Are we allowed to talk about that? Like, in regards to like post pre-game, post-game, end so, of yeah. the day. Like, are you allowed to? Obviously, you can't live stream, I, I believe, but you're able to record footage to then use later for highlights or mm-hmm. what's kind so of I the think... content looking like? What do we what we what are we expecting? From me, it'll normally, I mean, as, as much as I can get, it'll be photographs, which I am going to try to to release as, as quickly as I can after games, at least, you know, uh, it, may, it might be the end of the day, but I want to try and keep things as close to live as possible. 5G SIM cards there. We 5G SIM cards. We box yeah. next to your laptop. Aye, aye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to, as like, even, you know, if you're watching an NFL game, if a great touchdown happens during a game you'll have a picture of that by the end of the game um i can't guarantee i'm only a one-man band out there so i can't guarantee it's going to be quite that smooth but that's my like ideal target that if i can post a series of pictures fairly shortly after the game or even just at the end of the day with a bank to just keep people up to date keep people informed that's that's the plan and we've obviously set up a bunch of um graphics for matchups and final scores that we're going to try and keep everyone up to date with as much as possible like obviously there are some games that are going to be officially live streamed by iFAF but for everything else in between I'm hoping that that's where I can plug uh, a bit of a gap yeah I'm super excited for like highlights and clips and pictures and yeah I will try my best good to get some stuff there's a whole uh, Andy and I've spent, spent we've been in near constant communication for about the last. I think I've spoken to. I think I've had more texts from Andy in the last week than I've had from anyone else. How <laughs> um, Sally feel about yeah, this? About, <laughs> well, thankfully, we live in the same house, so I don't have to text there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So 
we've got a whole on I'm guess I think it'll be Sunday. There'll be a whole thing that goes out with like the calendar of events, the way you can expect content wise. Um Andy's bank of images and telephone are the our primary driver of this, but we're going to be showing off schedules, teams, photographs, um making sure that everyone's got the live stream for whenever anybody's on on pitches on the pitches that we're going to be streamed. We think that's going to be one and two at the moment. There's potential for more or moving around. So we could get surprise streams, which would be lovely, you know, surprise appearances on streams that we're maybe not expecting. Um yeah, we'll do a big yeah. we'll do a properly Any, big anything TV that we show, can but... share, we're gonna to try to pretty much. It's uh it's too too big a tournament, I think, to just go go by quietly, you know. Like it, it's it's too it's been too long. These these players and these coaches have worked too hard. And to not celebrate that would be the biggest crime in my eyes. So we're just gonna try and share it as best we can, really share as much as we can, as often as we can, and hopefully take people along for the ride uh as as close as it can be without, you know, getting on a flight. It should be great. We've also we've got a couple of um it's obviously going to be entirely voluntary, voluntarily on the players and the coaches to get involved, but we've we've got a mechanism that we're setting up um for like daily diaries if they want to complete them and turn them and you know what's it, you know, give us a look into what it's like being at a major international tournament. Um so yeah, we can't wait. We're trying to we're built, we're doing all we can. We're we're as as Greg always says, we're getting dangerously close to proper journalism here. And um, so, so, but yeah, this is, and all things going to plan. This is phase one, right? You know, like uh, we we kind of before you can sprint in the Olympics, or well, we basically received we're already running received confirmation today that um this will be a qualifier for the worlds. Worlds will be a qualifier for. We know that the worlds are a qualifier for the World Games. Um, and then the next time the cycle happens, we would assume that it would be Euros, Worlds, Olympics. So if yeah. you want to play in the two big tournaments over the next two years, this is where you've got to start. So pressure is, you know, is potentially getting to the point now where it's no longer enter a, enter a tournament. It's you must qualify for a tournament on the international level, which is both amazing and also kind of pressure packed and scary. So... Yeah, I think that's it. really not that's not to be like understated. Like nope. how this like this is this and, what what's happening in Limerick next week is the beginning of potentially like a huge journey for the GB National Pro Club. Like that a journey that very well could lead to the Olympics. So, but even so when even you work if you don't, back from that, it's even like, if like you this don't is big. Even if you don't think about the Olympics in as this particular tournament cycle, yeah. like. I don't know what happens to the teams that don't qualify because if they don't, if they're not, like if you're not top eight, if you don't make the knockout stages of this tournament, does that mean the next time you play like international organized tournament football is 2026? Like what is like, because if you, because if 2020, if 24 is the world's and 25 is the world games, does yeah. that mean that the next Euros is 2026? So, like, what do you like? It's a lot. Like, what is the current and, cycle for for Euros then, Bez? How often is it? So, so every would, year, every two years. So, I thought it was every 
two were the world champs in between in between but the i5 calendar doesn't have it's just got the world champs in the world games so i don't know only we had someone going they could press the matter for us to figure out that answer i mean don't get me wrong i uh, there was a call there was a technical call for the tournament today at seven o'clock and the teams were informed of the top eight today so (laughs) this is this is the freshest of news this this news this news would make terrible wine but fantastic orange juice because it is fresh (laughs) so so that's that's where we're at in terms of um yeah it's huge it's and yeah there's still there's still questions that need to be answered but it's happening it's going train has left the train has well and truly left the station like we're going people have you know it's happening so you know we've we're going to get behind everyone to to make the eight because that's the that's the only goal so it'll be top two from all the men's divisions um and it'll be top four from each of the two women's divisions we'll make the eight so the the suggestion of the gb men in the group of death it's a rough it's a tough start but like everyone says if you're going to be if you want to be the best you're going to have to beat the best so i don't know if i can use my swear up now but let's go (laughs) (laughs) save it save it you never know you never know what i'm going to uh happen at any moment it's coming it's coming okay right but that's all that's all still to come so let's talk about oh tree i was gonna say what are we doing a show next week as a we'll do we'll do a proper uh, we'll we'll do a proper when's the kick off thursday kick kick off is friday morning friday so we'll release i think we'll try and release a show on wednesday morning so we'll do a recording we've got to get some predictions in for our thoughts for group games oh yeah cool i will do my research but i'm going to make sure that next week i am prepared as well as i can be you greg and andy are about to get some serious homework Oh, although, yes. although Andy's part of the delegations, I don't know if he's if he jinxes and oh, does he jinx it by, yeah. by taking part? I don't know. I, he's got to be mutual, doesn't he? Does he have to be biased? You know, how no, he has to. He has to be very. No, I've thought. I've the other way I've around. thought about this already. Like, oh, it's already going to be hard enough if I if I'm like in a prime spot to capture like a big catch or like you know a big game winning play or something. Like, it's already hard enough to not put the camera down and cheer. But I also. I'm not supposed to be like neutral, surely. Like no, I, no, no. I've got to like You're once the camera's down, I've got to be able to put that camera GB down and member, be like, yeah. hell yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. That how that has crossed my mind, but right, no, here's, I, I think actually, I'm still well and truly a GB fan on the sideline. I'm gonna rabbit hole here. I'm gonna rabbit hole here. What? Because for those of for those of you that don't maybe don't know you obviously as well as we do, you've in your career have been to some large sporting events you've covered mm-hmm. world cup finals you've like in in paris for the for the women's world cup last time out like is it like i don't know how to phrase this without sounding like a total moron so i'm just gonna do it right is it weird to be there in that incredible arena when these amazing things are happening and being fully aware of the magnitude of the event and the atmosphere but looking at it through like a really small tube 
<laughs> because like uh, as a as a as like a you know one of the reasons that I like I love going to live sport like is because you're like in the ball right does I what yeah what's it do you even is that not like is no, that a, a reflection on other people best like no when you go to like concerts and stuff and they've all sitting behind their oh, phones I hate that it's like, put your it. phone down and watch it Andy can't do that. But Andy's because job, his is, job to not... is to look through the yeah. device. So he's like the opposite of what we're telling like people not to do. Yeah, it must yeah. be tough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. There, there, so it kind of goes both ways. That in in the big moments, you do kind of would like to just take it in, but there is a there's also an immense satisfaction when you can like nail a shot in those moments because you oh, know course, that you've captured yeah. like a really important moment. Um. So like a, a prime example. Um, would be uh, just as you mentioned. I was working the um, the women's World Cup four years ago in France, and uh, I was at the USA France game, and I want to say that was like the quarterfinals or semifinals or something. And uh, France were two nil down, and they scored in like maybe the last ten minutes or something. And the the sound in that stadium was deafening because. They're, they're maybe not super popular right now, but back then the US team were the dominant force in women's football. And the fact that France were like clawing it back and that like in France as well, like so the atmosphere there was like nothing I've ever seen. It was loud, like actually kind of hurt your ears kind of loud. But as you take in, like you say, that kind of wide view of the entire stadium when you kind of get through your lens and you can see that French player in front of a bunch of French flags and the crowd going well, like you're like, okay, I actually kind of, I'm getting the cool part as well. Cause yes, you're there to do a job, but I was also on the sideline. So I got a pretty good view of it. <laughs> so yes, I was having to look through my camera, but the actual, you know, the seat that I got to view it all is pretty good. So yeah, not many are going to experience that. Yeah, so taking that into Ireland, I kind of feel the same way in that, like, yes, I'm there to do a job, but I also kind of have the best seat in the house. So I'll uh, I'll take it, even if I have to, you know, save my celebrations for after. Uh, I kind of, I, I appreciate being able to be, like, in the thick of it, like, in the important moments. and Brushing your shoulders for the superstars, doctor. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, yeah, like... you know, capturing that moment for another audience and for... For history, hopefully, like if if we're lifting silverware and I'm the guy who's taking that photo, I will be buzzing. Um, so no, I I definitely don't feel like I'm I'm missing out on the experience because I have to look through a camera. I can definitely appreciate the the benefits of being there. Yeah, that's cool. So like, exciting. That's excellent. Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah. Do we fully yeah, the, expect the... a camera in the celebration huddles looking up? To the top is there like ah, the celebrations and trophies and oh i mean andy how many yeah. how many layers it's, it's of cellophane these do you have where... to have in the american dressing room on your, on many, your electric was, how many selfies like no like how many like cellophane like how much waterproofing did you have to put on your cameras oh, and stuff uh, like when so we America, weren't allowed in those things. dressing rooms <laughs> we were so the, the uh, um the team that i was a part of was kind of we were there to film like um sponsorship uh, uh so we were okay. there for to capture like footage of Coca-Cola being drank and um Adidas shoes being worn and right, stuff okay. like that. Um but I uh this, this I, changes it all for me now. Oh I know pictures Andy Keith in the middle of a final 
taking a picture of someone's shoes as they shoot the shoes. penalty yes. or something. And it's Which like... is hard when most teams are sponsored by Nike. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I spotted the Adidas there. player. Yeah. I will say that, you know, you mentioned the cellophane wrapping. I was there getting shots of the champagne and the okay. beer. Because uh, I think there was like Budweiser and um, I can't remember what the brand was of of champagne. But you can imagine at the final, there's there's a lot of that going around. And uh, yeah, it, there was some something really funny about trying to capture like a, a nice shot of those sponsors being like prepared for the potential winners while like the equipment staff are in the background, like cellophane wrapping TVs in the um, locker room to just like avoid the carnage that was about to happen. And I did kind of like, I heard it like every time, you know, once the USA won and I was in that, um, uh, you know, in the tunnel, because there was also like Visa, um, you know, player of the match and stuff like that. So I was also there trying to capture that stuff. And uh, every time that door would open, it was like a club, like a nightclub door, just like swinging <laughs> open the blazing volume coming out of it. The Like you could feel like the moisture coming out of that room. Sticky shoes and, on the way uh, Yeah, yeah. And of course, the <laughs> players were ducking in and out with like the big ski goggles. They were drenched. So you could tell they were having like a blast in there. And it was a good job. They were they covered those TVs with plastic wrap. They would have been ruined. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got onto this. But yeah, I think basically when... When I'm there to capture our men and women lifting the trophy, I will be happy to be there as well. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a fun challenge to um to save your celebration for after because you know that it's like right, it's important that I capture this moment first, then I'll you know enjoy it myself after. But I have had a thought of that, like. It's one of these things, especially when it, like, I've learned in capturing flags specifically. Like, it's amazing how many, how many thoughts can go through your head in this in the time that it takes for a ball to fly through the air. So, like, you can get the shot of the QB throwing the ball, and then you've got to think. Right now, we need to re re. Well, I need to find who the ball is going to. Refocus on them. Try and get the catch. And if there's a big celebration, keep shooting that because that's the worst thing. If you get a catch. And then look at the back of your camera to see if you got the shot, and then you miss the shot because they're they're celebrating, and that was also something that you could have. Yeah, got. okay. So there's still one of these things like you, I can't switch off. So if you got your wristband on in a, in a main, I love this. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the yeah. what's the play going to be? Who's it going yeah. to? Yeah, I'll try to uh, yeah notice if anyone's going deep and <laughs> try and get both sides of it. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. You've certainly like earned like the obviously it's been like relentless content since camp. Um, yeah, I've been spreading that out. <laughs> and it's like, but that's great though. That's the whole point, isn't it? Like yeah, we've spoken yeah. about that. That's the whole point. Um, but you're. Do you feel like people? Are, you know, like so that that day, that day uh, in Manchester, which we'll come on to. One of the funniest things that I that I saw all day was because of all those photographs that you've been pushing out. People wanted you to take photographs of their teams, but they were just handing you their phones, like to take the oh, team yeah. photographs in the stands. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's like you were like, guys, I would, I would love to, but I don't have my camera. They're like, oh no, just hold my phone. Yeah, like, it's nice you... to get recognition as like, oh, you're the uh, you're the photographer. I like, I love the trust of here's a phone, work your magic. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't always work that way, but I like the uh... use my iPhone eight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so I appreciate funny. that recognition, though. It's nice. 
in in like a in like a damp in like a damp stand. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But um no, but like have you have you noticed like more people being like like coming up and chatting away and and stuff since Yeah, that was that was one thing that I'm um I'm really glad to have taken away from the camp actually. I've I've not had the um the privilege of meeting the uh uh lady's side yet, but uh, I'm glad to have first of all seen the guys in action already like uh, that that got me hyped up it was like okay yeah i think we're good um but i think just to to not just show up as like a random face that no one's met before oh by the way hey i'm here at the european champions too and i'm i'm going to follow you guys around all day i think just to at least get that icebreaker down at um at the camp was was really nice for me at least to get a bit of familiarity with guys that i've you know maybe only seen at the likes of finals and not really spoken to at all um and also just to kind of to prove that like i've you know i'm professional like i know what i'm doing i'm not just here for the jolly and not actually you know holding my end of the bargain like it was it was really nice to to go down and um to to feel like a part of it really you know i i fully appreciate that i've got not not even like a percentage of the hours that these guys have been putting in with with the coaching the multiple camps all of the travel that they've done like i'm a tiny cog in this machine but to um you know to have people come up and just you know say hi how you doing and and to not kind of be rolling their eyes like oh why is this dude here like that was actually really nice and i'm um glad that that has that you know that's like a good uh first step to to go into ireland and hopefully you know, taking taking nice photos of them again that they can uh, enjoy as well. Like, we're, yes, we're there for the media side of things and for sharing it for the audience, but I think it's really great for these um, coaches and players to have something to show after it as well, because this is a big thing for them. It's obviously an immense amount of work, a big financial, um, you know, pressure that they've had. So if I can, you know, at very least, give them a nice little memento to to come home with, and then that's a nice thing to be a part of as well. And I do I do like kind of I've been transparent as as much as I can, like publicly and with um you know manager Paul Lebet as well. Like I I fully understand that what I'm doing and what we're doing with our coverage is it's not important. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's not they the the important thing was getting them ready, getting them prepared to play at a high level and then obviously the logistics of getting them over to Ireland all at the same time to get ready for the first tournament that any GB team has played in four years. Like I get that is absolutely the most important thing. Um, But to, as I've mentioned already, like to come away and not be able to show that to anyone, I think is, is a massive missed opportunity based on like where we are in flag and how it's growing and where it can go very shortly. So um, I'm happy to be able to like fill that gap for them. Like I wouldn't want to have a manager or a coach be asked like while you're there doing the most important thing that you're there to do. Can you also take some photos as well for, you know, for us back home? Like that's that's not what we need any of them to do. So I'm there to completely take that burden off of them so that they can focus on the really important thing, which is um, playing to the best of their ability and they look ready. So I'll do my part if they do theirs. Here, 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 here. And we won't see many of them this weekend. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they are all sitting on the sidelines or at home, wrapped in cotton wool. 
under no circumstances are they to set foot and get themselves hurt on a about that domestic yeah. flag football <laughs> pitch. Um, yeah, I've already I'm hearing spoke... conflicting rumors. I've spoken. <laughs> some, some I've spoken to. Out. I've spoken to a couple of them. Uh, uh, um, yeah. one of them in the HNC and being like, "If you're if you're playing, you stay the fuck away from me." And that's my swear for the night. Like, you don't come anywhere near me <laughs> on a, on a pitch because I'm not being the one that accidentally collides with you and causes something terrible. Like, I do not want that on my conscience. You don't need that. Um, that will oh, get me cancelled, and you guys will be the hosts forever. So, um, yeah. not for like, guys who are already like their their playoff places safe. Just yeah, you know, play smart. And if you play for the Broncos, play play especially smart. That's yeah, what I would yeah, say. Definitely don't based on yeah. your opponents at the weekend. Not that I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got that. We'll you got that, that one opponent that you could probably just not bother with because it'd be fine. Yeah, easy, easy. Take a take a break. They're crap as it is. So. <laughs> yeah. so, in fact, just rest all your stars. Just you rest be everyone. Not, just rest just, everyone. Just rest. No. But sorry, I'm jumping handy. ahead. That would be handy. Yeah, you don't you don't want to you don't want to miss games though and forfeit games twice. That's so. nah. well yeah, on you that. You can rest too much. Yeah. On that, let's talk about Ross Conference and the absolute chaos that happened immediately before and immediately after our trip to Manchester. I don't know how you wanted to tackle this one, Tree, because I know it's close to home. It's very close to home, Bez, and I have done well to articulate my thoughts in a very constructive manner to us. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I could be brutal about it, and I'm disappointed, Bez. I'm dis- I'm, I don't know. I'm disappointed. That's what yeah. it is. I'm disappointed. Because, That's worse. Yeah. I- not even angry. I, the problem is like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do my talk. We're all, we're all community. We're all together. That's um, how you feel. The Kings could have made the effort to go. And that's the most frustrating thing about it. Because if you look at the outlaws, what did they go do? They went down. Six. Regardless of any players they had. Seven. Pommets went down regardless of who they had. They pulled a man out of retirement. Correct. All it took was Ryan, a little bit of effort. Get that man a medal. Nah, that's what I'm saying. There's the effort, right? They could have went down with five players. 100%. Could I, I, in the group chat, if they just, someone just stood, stood up and grabbed the bull by the horns and had the balls to do it, they could have went down and played and avoided this, this whole situation. And it's disappointing that they didn't get the opportunity to go down when one of the four players, one of the five players, was already down there. So only four people had to go down because one was already going with their partner playing for another team from Scotland. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, Bez. I just I don't want to be too harsh. I mean, I, I it's it was it's been coming. It's it's been happening, and I just think it could have all been handled differently. And there's my very politically friendly answer. Off air, I'll tell you something completely different. But on air, without getting cancelled on the internet, because everyone's so soft these days, I'll just say I'm just disappointed. That is all. I will add to the matter. It is what it is. We'll see them in Div 1 next season. I'll give them a royal pumping on the flag football pitch, and I'll make me feel better. So that's that's how we're going to handle that situation. That's how we're going to handle the situation? That's how we're going to handle it. (laughs) Cool. <laughs> I, did, I did well, right? Greg, so Greg said he was going to make me swear 
he's not here. No. So we'll save that for another rainy day. You were doing you were doing so well. And I had to like go a little bit. I just built into my chest, Bez. Built in, I've not played flag all season. I'm excited to play next season. I'm just it's all built up inside. I've got this anger, Bez. You know, I I'm I'm looking forward to the quake to release it. Yes. So it was yeah, so overall disappointing. However, um it makes the promotion thing a little bit exciting. Um, obviously we're having an extra Div 1 team in, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, those guys are going to go smash it. It'll be a really good day for them. Um, we'll talk about that probably separately, but um, looking at the the results, though, there were some weird and odd results, Oil Cats, looking at you guys, um, which I obviously don't understand because I wasn't there, and I've been out of the scene for a little bit. They weren't too weird, but I mean, was it not like... Oh, I can't remember. I, I need to pull them up again. Oh, I mean, this, this the where... Titans game. The Titans. Okay, the Titans yeah. game was an aberration. We were bad. Yeah, and they yeah. were they were good. They, and they. That's kind of how it went. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, they they are good. They're very well drilled. Very well coached. They executed exactly as they needed to, and we didn't. Yes. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, because yeah, we we didn't was... did not play to the standard we wanted really? to, but yeah. uh, I think yeah, the scoreline I didn't know it was quite that bad yeah. until I heard about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it went like the close to... game oil cast. I'm like, okay, that's kind of like over the years been quite a competitive matchup. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, I get it. Getting the job done against the Blacks, so I thought, yeah, as we were, expected. We were crap. Then I saw well. sixty-seven fourteen. I've just been pulled up, and I'm like, eh. Wait, could, no, yeah, I, did, I didn't know it was bad. as high as 67. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's the one that shocked me. Like, I know the Titans yeah. are good, but you guys are not 67 points bad on defense. And I was like, I'm going to have to no. speak to them about this. Yeah, no, we were. And we were, not, we've not been able to talk. So we were poor. We had. Oh, okay. We were poor. They were very good. And we were, we were poor. And then we were putting players into positions that they don't normally play. Like, oh, okay, okay. for example, when we were, when, yeah, we when were poor. We were start, slightly when got, injured. Like our starting, our starting quarterback playing safety, and the starting center, then Andy playing at corner. You yeah. know, like we're we were limited by the end of that game, and yeah, they did what good teams will do, and they beat us around the head. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the one result I saw. And I mean, we know the Titans; they've only lost two games this season. Um, yeah. they're yeah. going to be super duper good at the end of the season they're they're, they've come close last season um i think they'll come close again this year it, it feels like surprise me it feels like they're peaking at the right time as well but like, what about what about the other one though like titans outlaws another one point game and that's the that's the one thing it so so that was that was, the that, was ins- that was insane right that was yeah, insane right, okay. because we were playing the crows at the time so we didn't really have any idea of what the score was and i'll I'll come back to the Crows game because it was, it was so good. Was like, it? Oh, okay. oh, it was so good. <laughs> like, oh, like we lost, but it was. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, and like there was a lot going on, and every time you looked over, you're looking over, and you're like, Edinburgh got like, you know, there's one or there's seven guys or six guys. Only got a small like, squad. Got a tiny squad. Like... The Titans have obviously got their like kitted squad along the sideline. Um, because there's freaking loads of them. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's like, three teams now. Isn't there? There's the, the, maybe like, just... the prem and then the two diff ones. So they got three they've teams. Got the and a lot of bodies. They've got the bees and the yeah. Um, I think there's just two, but they've got the bees. Oh, they've got two B teams. I don't know. I think they've only got oh, two teams. No idea. Um, but like, 
yeah, they're all they're all there, and you're like you're looking over and you're seeing the ball go back and forth, and you're assuming that like division leading Titans taking on the weakened Outlaws. You're like, okay, that's gonna yep. be that's gonna end the way we think it's all gonna end. 67-14. That could be a thinking that's That's why yeah. this result makes right. no so sense come, to an outsider. So they come running over. So we like at the end of it, the guys, the Edinburgh guys are just looking like they're like shaking their heads at the end of the game. Like, how was it? And they're like, we lost by one. Like, what? They're like, yeah, we lost by a point. And there was, as a later on, I'm set up in the stand. And I like went over and sat next to Mr. Mead. And I was like, go then. Explain. And he was just like, our offense couldn't get going. Their defense did what they had to do. And the weather was absolutely mince. Like it was pouring down the first right, half. Yeah. And we just couldn't do anything with the ball. Um, and it's a real equalizer. The and credit to them, they did what they had to do and they kept themselves in it and it was close at, right until the very end. So the outlaws have got that experience though. They've been playing long enough now as a core contingency that they can just get it done. Like oh, yeah. regardless of who was there, or I don't again, I don't know who went, but that's the outlaw way. Like they're not going to turn the ball over. They're going to be very protective. They're very experienced. That's the sign of a really good team in situations where it yeah. has rain or wind or something. They'll do enough to kind of keep it competitive. So when I saw that, right, and then I saw you guys get bamboozled, I'm like, that is a great, that is a great word for what we were. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that was that, that was the one that shot me was the Aberdeen guys, and then the Outlaws like, game. You know, the rest you was kind of samey samey. But you know that when was you're like... doing like defensive install, and you're like, this is the plays, these are the plays that we will run when we just can't stop them. Like we'll just do this, see what yeah. happens. We got we got to that in like the first half. <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> we were just like, oh, fuck it. Oh, like I'm pretty like at one point there was a drive where it was like just man, just go man coverage, see what happens, and they scored, and then it was like let's play zone, and they scored. So, <laughs> oh god. I know, I'd Fun love to times. say that like we could make excuses for rain or injuries, and yes, there was all those kind of things, but there's no putting it past the Titans. They're a very, very good team. They'd completely like hit their stride by that point in the day, and uh, got the shock know, to us. Did we have people slotted in to kind of unfamiliar positions? Yes. Did we have a few guys who were like you know, you know, down on the sideline to where we saw? Yes. But yeah, it just came down to us not being good, while them being very, very good. And I, t- I didn't know it was that much of a of a beating, but I guess I was just kind of closing my eyes and just taking. It was one of those where they'd, <laughs> yeah, they'd, they'd scored they'd scored so much where the like the scoreline was irrelevant. Right. Absolutely, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. I, like you could like you could show me a bit of paper at the end of it with a number on yeah, it, and I I've would just be and that. I would just be like, okay, like I believe it. I don't care what like the number could have been two hundred, and I would have been like, okay, that <laughs> was that was us against the the Titans last season when we went down with six players. We got to like the second half and we're just like, I have no idea what the score is, but as soon as this game is over, I get to go home. We'll just go on with it. Aye. And the thing is, it was played like, it was played well. Like, okay, we, we, we had a halftime team talk and we came up afterwards and like, I think it was Greg was just like, right lads, we are celebrating like everything, like a tackle, like a pass break, like what, I don't care the result of the play is a net positive right so like from that point on it's like they make a 20 yard gain but you make a tackle right you get a high five let's go (laughs) because it was just trying to like keep the keep it up keep it going yeah you know i think i think i've just seen the score matt we got beat 48 13 last year with six players against them is that it come on that was uh, wow i didn't want to bring it up that low but you know (laughs) yeah that was that was not a fun game to play in last season that is for sure so i I can feel you guys i was thinking about this other day because I was chatting to someone about 
games in the past. Your Pepper Mill was it the Titans you have the pe- the great Pepper Mill shootout with? Uh, yeah, and then and we let like our beat them in the 45 playoffs or something. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went down to playoffs and we played them and beat them. Um, and it was exactly the same thing. It was just a complete shootout, and it was like last play of the game: Brandon Lamb versus Maka on a pump fake, Maka jump, and I got Lamb over the back, and they scored to win. And it was just that whole season was electric. That was that was my favorite ever season for Flag. That was we had a wild. great year that year. I remember that year. Uh, that was properly wild. But I, we, I've always had good games against the Titans. The the Crows had a great game against them last season. Uh, last play of the game had a chance to win it, and we didn't get it. But it was right down the last play. Leeds last season, really good game. Uh, again, we came back to win that one last drive of the game. I I I enjoy playing those teams now. So they're always really super competitive. Yeah, for sure. The guys, you get you've known a relationship with them. You get to know them all, and you know, spend time with like Alan, for example, and get to know him and, and play against his team. And uh, you know, the Vipers lads when they were around, they were all a good bunch, eh? and it was really good. So, I it's good, good, always good when you go cross conference. Yeah, for sure. Like like I said before, the the Crows game started close and then i think we got out to a lead score lead two score 10 point lead maybe and then they they pulled it right back in and to win and it was a point game it was a one a point, point game 37, yeah, 30, yeah, one point, one point game like they, the, they, the they last, won it last minute or they so. won at the end in the last minute or so like yeah it's like is it disappoint like it's disappointing like on that that will impact our playoff positioning and stuff but like our our last couple of games against the Crows have been one point game in um so in, yeah last last year last one point year. game yeah. in the regular season um they jumped right out in the first half in the playoff game last year we clawed it back and I think it was a nine point game at the end one of my favorite games of flag like but, ever that that was right and then and then a one point game there like the crow you know. The Crows games when we play them, they are so much fun because they're great. We're yeah. yeah. You know, like the margin of victory over three games, like what what does that mean? What does that mean? I think they won by they won by nine. So it's 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 plus nine. They are plus nine over three games over us over the last three games, right? That is like like how close do you want it? Like that's yeah. And like, and yeah, as you say, like, we, like yes, we're we've we've lost uh, two of those three games, but they're the they're the right amount of competitiveness. There's big plays on both sides of the ball from both teams. There's just the right amount of chippiness and like trash talk and things like that that goes on. They are they've been great games. They like we're like in between the lines. You're like, oh, I hate those guys, but like it like you know you're always pumped up for that game and you always come off like even after a loss you're like yeah but it was a really good game though. it was a really good game it, like, you know like everyone rain, you know, we've yeah. done them in the rain twice so yeah, yeah. I've, everyone I've everyone really gets their the like 10 minutes to like and then talk to your yeah. team and think yeah. about you know another game to come and all that kind of stuff and then afterwards we're like sitting together in the stands being like I yeah love exactly these games. like yeah. i love these games um yeah. so yeah they got one they got a point on us this year if we see them again you know we'll try and i guess we'll try and bring that bring that Plus nine back down. Point gap down. <laughs> bring that point. Yeah, bring that point gap down. You know, like that's the that is the game, that is the game that we play. But yeah, it was it was a total thriller. I really really enjoyed it. I really really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was a good trip overall. Really, I think. <clears throat> you know, um, Glasgow and Grangemouth did exactly what they needed to do as well. 
went down, won both their games, Saw came home. Results, yeah. um, everyone again, nothing really it, unexpected there. I don't. Think. As far as I know, everyone everyone stayed fit and healthy. No, 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 no. We hurts. were watching Jimmy Thompson cook from the stands. Oh, like... the noise that was coming out of the stand! I think Jimmy Oof. scored was it two touchdowns and an extra point in what felt like about five minutes. Right, it's a and highlight reel. <laughs> like we're in the stands and you look up and like somehow the Broncos have got the ball again and then you just watch a play and Jimmy scores and like because it was Bellevue and it was raining, everyone was that was not on a sideline essentially was like yeah. under the stands. So like people are like shouting and screaming at Jimmy and all sorts, like when he's just scoring for fun at the you know, um he was catching like you know over the shoulder, like you know, passes and basket catches and all this kind of stuff. It was great. Showing the technique, getting himself yeah. free. Still got it. Being delivered Still the ball and just it. like wandering into the end zone. Like, oh, it was so good. It oh, was so good. Good for him. So we came back. And should we come back? Was this before or I can't remember if this was immediately before or immediately after, but we came back and Baffa sent out a novel. Yeah. I think the other thing I was gonna save till after we talk about is then the repercussions of then not going. Like the one thing I, I don't think I've spoken yeah, about is like yes. how how does the Comets get to miss a game day and the Kings miss a game day, but because it's got three games on a game day instead of two games on a game day, the penalty's harsher, even though it's still just one game day. It's yeah. brutal. Yeah. I just for me, I understand like they're all oh, cross conference is more important. Is it? It's just another game day, regardless of what it is. And I, I, I felt as though it was very harsh. I mean, like I don't know. I think the rule should be if you play, if you miss one to three games that's a game day if yeah. you miss any more than three like four plus or four to whatever then that's another second game day that's when it should start to kick in not just one game day so i felt after the game day had happened and everything settled down and things happened and there was people that got spoken about i still don't agree with that regardless of you know i i obviously disagree the king's not going in the first place but then the penalty i seems yeah like how can you how is it different for this game day and this game and i know it only changed this season but I yeah. think that's something Baffa need to think hard about. And I know that they're going to hate me for saying that, but I think they need to talk about it because I think, I think it's unacceptable. Well, like, There's no way. They, how can they define cross-conference bets is more important than normal conference? Yeah. I don't. What's your argument? Oh, it's more important. Is it? It's just so two or three that, games. Was that the uh, the big, like, important detail is that it was cross-conference and not just that it was three games versus so the, two. So the important... The important detail was that it was it was three it's games because yeah. it's the rules. What two? Yeah, so uh, one or, one like or two means one. that you can't compete for finals, and then three to and then three to six is automatic out. relegation, and wow. then seven plus is removal from the league. They've really missed a trick there, Andy, because then like a game day has up to three games. Yeah. So even though you miss one game, time, it's just yeah. been unfortunate that it's a cross conference or an away day where there's injuries, like Stevie's injured. I think there's a couple other injuries. I think Chan was maybe away. I can't remember. But it's just unfortunate that those circumstances arose that it just fell on a cross-conference day. So how should that be held more harshly than another game day where it was only two games, regardless of it being cross-conference? And that's the part I can't compute. I just don't understand how that's justifiable, that it's three games is immediately the difference between the two. Um, do all the teams down south play three games in a game day? Do they only play two games in a game day? Is this a southern biased rule? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there to have a conversation about it. Where this has obviously got a three game in a day and day. Is, is is the northern conference different to the southern? Do they only play two? Is that where the rules came about and it's been overlooked? 
that one game they can have three games. So in theory, that's the, my whole all, take. the four premiership divisions should all have six teams in them. Yeah. Therefore, you would expect the majority of game days to be playing in three games. That yep. And that some, of, but some of them would still only be two, right? Because like there's six in the premiership. Some you don't want to miss a game day. Sometimes you play but, three, right? That happens, you know. Context um, is important, yeah. Hugely. And then to just have something in the rules where it's like it's three games or more, I understand it's in the rules. I understand you've got to abide by the rules and there's going to be no wiggle room in the rules, which totally cool. But going forward to the future of flag, that has to be a go back to how it used to be. If you miss a game day or if you miss two game days, not how many games do you miss? I don't, I, I'd love to get justification to why they changed it to that format. It makes absolutely it, no it, difference it makes, whatsoever. It makes, it makes like it brings an element of chance into it. You know, like Clyde couldn't make that game day. Yep. You know, for for lack of numbers, like that's annoying. That's inconvenient for everyone involved, right? For the look of the schedule that day, they only had two games. Exactly. Just right? completely coincidental. Like yeah. it's just a like that. It just but happens the, that the day that they were struggling for numbers. Yeah, if you're reading that schedule, you know, without actually the context of the travel involved and stuff, you go like, sure, you forfeit one game punishment, two is a worse punishment, three is a worse punishment, so on, so on, so on. But you're right, like that's that's one one journey that was like, missed, right? And it's so an the, immediate big punishment. The, the difference obviously between... you don't want it to go unnoticed. Like, yes, it it has big you know problems across the league, and you know forfeiting games is not good at all. But I I absolutely agree that that's like something that we should think about because that's a big punishment for for yeah for one day regardless for of one game day what the like, reason was yeah like the based wild, upon the wild years one. of yeah. previous engagement with the league like and the compliance like in regards to what's happening and the, the growth of the sport and what has happened to just go oh you've missed one game day and all the years you've been in the league and immediately there's punishment as well surely there's some sort of like compliance policy about like avoiding that situation for the competitiveness of your league that you can um maybe you know put uh what's the word i'm looking for gentlemen uh what's the word i'm looking for like a report or something hey we yeah. we don't agree with that you know at the end of the year Appeal. we can review it and whether that would then you'd be held accountable the following season you know but it's only a game day is there a way in which you can you know deal with that better because it just seems like it's a very harsh punishment for one trip and i don't know four five six seven about eight years of competitive league play with Baffa, you've missed one game day and you're getting automatically relegated That's imagine wild was, imagine like and it's not that these imagine teams if it was the hot yeah anyway but it was a way to say the hornets, hornets titans Broncos, smoke. smoke like that imagine would be... <laughs> the absolute uproar in it the league if crazy. that happened yeah. oh it'd be wild imagine the horn like just take the cardiff hurricanes joe's obviously went down injured this year unfortunately they didn't muster the numbers. You're British national champions because if missed one game day, I had three games, you're going to automatically relegate them. Don't come at me with that argument. I know that the big Baffa inner circle, they'll they'll stick to their guns. I, I, I would love to use my swear word at this point. Like, I just... I That's the bit, Bez, I just... Looking after the, after the event, I just don't agree with it. What I think is when, mental as well is if you stuff, go like... See, if you stuff. go the other way, right? So the the punishment for for um forfeiting two games, right, is 
that you don't you're not allowed to play for in the playoffs that year. Who was the last team that missed a, that missed a game day, right? But was still in playoff position at the end of the year. Like, Imagine who does if it that happen apply though? To? Like, where where does it come to? The, does, like, so I was thinking does, about this too. Imagine who does if that you're apply the, to? Glasgow Hornets. You're traveling down, small squad, and the cars break down. There's an accident on the motorway, like there was going down last year. They got stuck on the motorway forever going to the Baffa finals, and they can't make game day. And it's three games. I think. I think. And they can't make it due to that circumstance. So I, there, there's mitigation in the rules for travel. Though. But th- that's the mitigation that we've got to yeah. have for any circumstance. Like, and yeah. I, I just for this situation, yeah, I'm. I don't know where I stand on it, Bez. Like, I, I just, I find it. I, I know that it shouldn't have happened in the first place. So I have no sympathy whatsoever. But uh, the the punishment is if is as Andy's saying. Flip that on a Hornet, flip it on a Broncos, flip it on a Smoke. There would be absolute pandemonium around Big the league. Word. Thank you very much. That's okay. the difficult thing, is it? Because and the Kings are going to set the take can't it. Be, can't be ignored because it it does affect the league. But yeah, context is huge here. There's like so there's there's two there's two things that I'm gonna that I'm gonna ask you about from this. Oh, don't ask me. I thought it was done. We're going to move on to what you had to talk no, about. No, here's, 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 it's oh, just, it's ben, I was just getting it off my chest just to vent a little bit, create a conversation and get the comments so, going in the chat. Number one, you know? this situation is made all the more insane by the fact that Dunfermline were removed from the league, but also host the next game day like that. As soon yeah, as, of course. as, as yeah. soon as, as soon as I realized that, I was like straight on the chat to tree being like, so what oh, do we reckon about this? Was, okay right i'll add it to that then right. that's a good first quote but right. you're laying them on me bed right so the, i love the scenario so now the kings have got to host even though they've been automatically relegated and removed from competition removed from competition which means the they, that's what the rules say but you're still having to host games even though you're not in the league so how can those games be held against you if you've been removed by the league or the people that have kicked you out of the league for just missing one game day it, that is just ridiculous and based on the number of games that the kings have left is their punishment any worse if they are just to flog of this whole day i think it well? would it would take them to five which is five or greater as the next punishment no no no, maybe? no 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 so if they if they forfeit their two games it's the limit is three to six right so it's the same punishment wow. right however not showing up for your home games oh that's what it is Bez, yeah right is immediate removal of your affiliation with bafa even so, though they've removed okay. it from the league right so we still have the, to so, host right so hang on so the argument that you would oh, have to have man. is basically so from the league not the association <laughs> right basically the argument you would have to have is it if we don't play those games because of you is that sufficient mitigation for you to not apply the rule of piss off. Yeah. And I don't think anyone wants to have that discussion. I don't think Bath want to have that discussion. I don't think the Kings definitely don't want to have that discussion. Oh, I'd so, have that conversation just for the giggles to see what they would do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to be, I want to mic in that room. Oh, but, oh yeah. Same. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it was a bit, it's, it's honestly the, the moment of, oh man, Kings are removed from the, ooh, we're going to Dunfermline. We haven't the been last game day. We haven't been to Dunfermline yet. Do we have to go to Dunfermline? Or so now the one? Kings have got to turn up and host, play friendly games for banter. Hornets are coming all the way to Dunfermline to play one competitive game, all because the Kings just missed one game day. I mean, like, get a fucking grip of yourself. It's an absolute well. joke. 
and Clyde, Clyde I, I just, one game as well. What Baff have done here is the most idiotic and stupid thing ever, and it's not helping the game. The rules are like I understand they've got to be a bite by, and they'll I, and they'll, I'm happy to slip into DMs and have conversations, but they have to protect the league better than that. And I say I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do, and I'm not. I'm not have no sympathy for the Kings whatsoever. I think they're a bunch of idiots for not going. But the repercussions around the Hornets having to travel. You're right, the Comets traveling, Andy, to come to a game that the Kings have then got to try and get the motivation to want to go play after getting absolutely pooed on by the league. Why? What's the motivation it's, it's to like, want to go the thing, now? The thing about Clyde is like, nice. Clyde haven't won a game yet this year, and. Kings, the Kings game is the one, right? The Kings game is the game Correct. that they could win, right? And now, even if they don't, it's a one-no win. So, like, what's the point? Yeah, right. Like, like was the so? It's just ruined it for everybody else, and I just I feel sorry for specifically the Comets for coming all the way. They've struggled all year with numbers. Like now they've got to come all the way to play at least one game and have a bit of banter and another one. Pointless. The Hornets have already won. Why are they coming? Why? Why are they even bothering coming? To play one game. Oh, who did, did, they, did, who did some, they play? I did some maths on the Hornets game, by the way. So they're playing Edinburgh and Dunfermline. Right. So the only game that matters is Outlaws. Right. So they're going to play the Outlaws, right? So they are currently second on net points per game. Right. Okay. Right. So they need to win the two. And then if, they, if the smoke slip up, the Hornets will get the one seed, right? But the points still matter in the Kings game, right? But no, but it's net points per game played. Oh, I get what you mean. So, the fact that the Hornets haven't played the Comet, missed a game against the Comets, and have now missed a game against Dunfermline, Mm -hmm. means that their net points per game are calculated on the 13 games that actually happened, and the 1-0s don't count, because that would obviously drop their average. That's what I was wondering, okay. Right. So, I worked something out. If the Smoke win both their games this weekend by by one point, that means that if Glasgow obviously take their 1-0 over Dunfermline, and then they beat Edinburgh by 105 points, they will get the one seed. <laughs> However, I mean, I'm not going to write uh, off. On. I've seen them score more points than that on me. Hang on. However, if we say that the Smoke maintain their net points per game for their next two games, right, right. rather than just winning by one point, that means that Glasgow will need to beat Edinburgh by 161 to raise the net points per game. Mass here, Mr. Bez. I'm not, you always impress me. I'm the not even convinced. I'll be honest me. as well. That might not be accurate, but if you want to have a bash at it, it's going to be tough to watch <laughs> and worse yeah. to ref. <laughs> they yeah, have to, to think, do that. Think hopefully, hopefully while that? resting Callum Stepani and Max Rulin as well. Yes. Do you think they would push for that amount of points? I don't think so. No. I think that's. What's that like? Four points a minute. <laughs> like, oh, that's to, that's like, essentially a lot of pick six. That's well. essentially pick six, go for two, full length and field touchdown. Pick six, go for two. Oh no, it's not. That's just relentless pick sixes the whole day, the whole game. And then when you get the ball to kick off, you go length and field score. Away. And then when they get the ball back, just pick six it over and over and over again. It's possible they've put ninety-seven. My first ever game of flag bears was ninety-seven nil against them. So it is certainly more than not against the outlaws, sadly, um, but it is certainly possible. I've seen it, yeah. but I remember there was yeah. it was at the West Coast Trojans. It was before I started, but the Elcats had to put, had to beat them by like hundred and six in order to 
make the playoffs and the Trojans were very bad. So they did it. Oh. And you're like, and no, like no one is having fun here. You know, like this is not a great this last, Yeah, the sport. last game day for me is I don't know. That's I, I don't know. It's kind of mute in my opinion. I think it's hampered. I don't know. Has it hampered the league a little bit? Has it put a bit of a downer on it? I don't know. Depends on your perspective, I suppose. But as long as it's a rule somehow for the leads to get promoted somehow, then, you know, everything's good in the world. Okay. Well, on that subject, tinfoil hats on, boys. Oh, I've got mine on already. Because we're going to rock down to. Oh, I saw these in the comments, Ben. Let's go. Yeah, I've seen I've seen something in the comments about this. I'm in. I You're love in? a good old flag football conspiracy. I don't think I've ever heard one before. It's I'm conspiracy in. Theory. So the the, the conspiracy theory has been alleged that Baffa mm-hmm. will do anything to, and actually, I'm going to go to the Facebook page and make sure I get the quote correct. Oh, there's, there's a quote. Oh, there's, there's a, a quote. source. There is a. Oh, there so is it's a... not just like. QAnon or anonymous. There's, there's actually a legitimate source base. Oh, I can't remember where I. So we're not talking about superconductors and aliens tonight. We're talking about Baffa flag conspiracy. Yes, and hopefully you and hopefully you won't get COVID from listening to this show on your 4G. Um, I mean, so we've all got those chips in our arms. Better watch out. We do. The government. Is right. So right. Question is: Do the clinching scenarios? justify Baffa not allowing a strolling Raptors team to be automatically promoted. Right? That automatically is, that is another dumbass rule, Bez. That is the, the conspiracy theory is that Baffa have it out for the Raptors. Or, oh, I can't see. I've already said it once. Let me have a look at the Southern South team. So you explain, explain this one to the audience. Well, I look at the standards. Yeah. <laughs> right. So basically what <laughs> happened was at the end of last season, there was a discussion about should the promotion relegation system stop being one, stop being automatic promotion and like five, five plays two. Because what they did, so you, so it used to be I think was when you came up tree was it just one and two went up? No, because it was only five teams. No, because the Sabers, the Sabers earned promotion and then didn't take it. It was all fucking over the place. Correct. Yeah. So it was basically the, the one number one team got auto promoted. One went up, six went down. And That's then correct. Five and then and it two was played each other five and two finals. played in a game. But I think I don't know what led from that, but there was always a bit of controversy about where the game should be played. Yeah, because when was, should it go ahead? Should it, it go because ahead? Because it was playing played at on finals weekend. And yeah. because the fifth place team in the Prem would be traveling just for that game, because obviously they're not involved in the finals. I think it was Outlaws Sabres the first They year, had to get like a warm up game. So, like a team That's right. from the I Premiership remember it. the day they before. Played the like the Titans Black... hung around from the it day was, before. It was on the day. It was, it was yeah. on the day before. Yeah. So, I think it was the Blackhawks maybe stayed. And I think, what did you say? The Titans? I think the Titans stayed and played So, Newcastle they, played it was one the of the after. teams and Titans played the other the day after as a warm up game right before they played their divisional yeah. matchup although they could have just done that in scotland yeah got final carnegie to play against them and maybe i don't know chargers or something um yeah. as warm-up games and then just cut up here and there was always a lot of animosity about where it should be played how it should yeah. be played and so I, at I, I that just, point yeah to their credit baffa went you know what lads you're actually totally right 
we're going to let you play that game in Scotland. And obviously, in the middle of that, there was COVID season, the year that we were all together, where the Raptors still got promoted, and Edinburgh didn't. Lol, remember that? Yeah, remember that. Conspiracy theory, also involving the Raptors. Meep. Is it the Raptors? <laughs> Are they onto something? Is it always? <laughs> it's always them. It's always something. It's always. I it's, mean, there's always something with the Raptors, isn't there? And imagine um, if they don't get promoted, best. I have had this chat in the chat with you guys. Imagine the scenario where. Well, let's get there first. Let hang on. Okay. Okay. I'll, 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 let me build up to continues. it. Okay. Okay. So, what then happened? Yeah. So last year, the Raptors and Clyde played each other in a playoff game. Clyde won. Stayed up. Raptors went down. All of Clyde's big name players then retired, got hurt, left the squad. Raptors have strolled Division One, only losing one game when half a team are on a stag do. And have now won the league. Now, last year and the years previous to that, they would have been automatically promoted. Now, what Baffa did was in like November last year, they sent out like a Google form survey, basically being, I think we actually filled it out on the show, basically being like crazy idea. What if we took the top two and the bottom two and chuck them in a round robin tournament in the regions? All four of you go in, you play each other once the top two in that mini league are premier teams. The bottom two are not. And basically a bunch of teams Presumably went, yeah, a bunch of teams probably went, no, that was inf- an informed decision that was made. And we much, much like the year before where nobody knew or understood why the Raptors were promoted over another team. It's almost the same thing. Like nobody agreed to that. It yeah, no, just that happened. was that I mean, that was that was insane. That, that was, was that decision wild, that one. was was fundamentally this feels very insane. close to that. every year there's that moment of like something oh, crazy yeah. happens what happened there there was so, that was the number of teams in so basically they went anyone one. they basically said this year is just a year there's no promotion yeah. relegation, and everyone treated yeah, so that way rotations development yes i remember that they drew a line at the top six by the way went, it did matter by the way it did by the way yeah that's that was a joke so So that that happened, and this consultation went out, and it went back. And we've spoken about it this year on the show. Like we've been corrected in the comments for by um, I think it was Phil off of Newcastle when we had this discussion last time. We weren't sure what the structure right. was, and he was like, "No, no, it, it definitely is that." Um, which is cool. it so definitely like, is that. Thank you. Like it, it's, it's definitely confirmed, and it, right? And it definitely is that. Yeah, okay, right? okay, okay. And I was like, "There's no way that that was never shared," like. Like surely that is somewhere in the rules, or like how there, did we miss it? There must have been a blog post. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, it's man, our I, job. Or, we're I, almost full time journalists. I live in section seven, and I'm telling you, it's not in there, right? So I was like, where, what, where would it be? And I was like, I'm not going to ask anyone at Baffa, right? I'm going to find, you know, because I've like we talk to people all the time to get content and confirm stuff and and break news and stuff. But I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this as just someone who plays for a club, 
right? Because obviously we have conversations with people that most people don't, right? And I found it. I found the answer. If you find a an email sent out to all teams on the 15th of December, 2022, it's all about the alignment and dates of the coming league. And there is one section in it that says, during the 2022 feedback process, we asked the community's opinion on removing automatic promotion relegation and having a separate date in the calendar to hold promotion relegation games in, a, in more appropriate locations regionally so teams are not overburdened at finals day or are not traveling long distances just for one meaningful game. This proposal was met positively by respondents and as such, we will go ahead with this model in 2023. More details on this will be available closer to the time but you will notice in the calendar a date has been identified to hold these games. Full stop. End of paragraph. That is it. Right? That's crazy. <laughs> like, I just, so, nope. so now I don't I don't know where I stand because in the you know in the words in the words of internet conspiracy theories, number one we kind of accidentally spread misinformation on the podcast. So in the world, you know, as most people will tell you about conspiracy theories, number one, do not believe everything you hear in a podcast. And also number two, though, do your own research because it was actually there the whole time and we all missed it. Yeah, but now now do we go down the route of like through a freedom of information request, can we see the feedback from the feedback form that aligns with the conspiracy of it was positive feedback? That was exactly what we said about the 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 top six going through and the league not being meaningful but suddenly it is through positive feedback no teams in scotland agreed to that none of them and and this is kind of the same thing like who is the positive comment uh, and also how many respondents were there did we have a quorum what is so a quorum? there's so how many there's, teams do we need for a quorum so we have the data legislation laws and freedom of information request bez if I was other, I'm not because I can't be arsed. If I was otherwise inclined and I was really the Raptors and you want to get your tinfoil hat on, please, Jiggy or someone in the inner circle of that hypothesis, please request that information so we can analyze the results more accordingly and figure it out. Oh, but then if you want to go truly tinfoil hat tree, one, would they really release it? And two, would you even trust what if the data they don't if they release did? it? Would you even trust if the data if they did though? Oh, then we're gonna have to go to Congress and try and get the information out, Bez. We're gonna have to go to, we're gonna have to, go to the IFAF. Oh, for the we're gonna have to the about this. But the what IFAF is involved. This goes all the way up. I think this goes it, all the it way up. It goes to the top. To the top. Yeah, you know it what? has to. Hey guys, I just realized something. IFAF Euros. Bath are sending a team. How many Raptors are on that team? <gasps> None. I think we've just though. blown this wide open. It's just, it's unbelievable. It makes wide open. Mm, okay. Okay. But do we think they should be automatically promoted as a, an opinion of the way the HNC is? So, my completely neutral opinion on this is that I absolutely love the idea of an extra tournament. However, I know that if I was involved in it, I would be absolutely raging. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think like in years gone by, like they totally deserve to go back up. And I understand again. Here's the flip side: like I do agree with Baffa again, whether they believe that or not. 
because you see over the years, like the bottom teams of the Prem are not necessarily the bad teams. Like if you look at the the SEC back in history, like um, uh, Victoria Park Panthers, you know, uh, London Smoke, Button Hookers, um, Chichester, that's that division was stacked, and that bottom team could compete in any other. Well, maybe not the HNC because it's the best league in the world, but the other yeah. ones they could compete with them. Um, so to be relegated, yeah, I kind of get a round robin at that situation would keep a Chichester up. It would keep a team up because they are arguably better than all the other riffraff down below, you know, and they don't deserve to be there. Um, but in this situation, though, do the Raptors deserve to be in the Prem? Arguably. Yes, they are They are competitive. They've developed over the years. They're in a position where they are able to compete. And they were just unfortunate in years gone by that, you know, things have kind of gone against them. But do they deserve to go up? Yeah. But does a round robin make it super exciting for content for podcasts? Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah absolutely. Damn so right. Imagine if they don't get promoted. It'll all kick off. Right. So there's, oh, there's, two, so there's two aspects to this, right? Number okay. one, if we take the, if we take Div 1 as it currently stands. Oh, yeah. yeah so right. And we say that Raptors and Murray come up. And well done, Philman are down, and Clyde go down as well. Yep. Next year's round robin is is men is mental. Next year's round robin. So like next year's round because, like, if you if like, I would I would really argue go ahead of yourself. I would. I mean, assuming they have it, we'll lodge a request. We'll see what happens. We'll see what mad format they come up with next year. Um, but like. I would argue that for the first time in a long time, if if the if the Raptors and Murray or Glasgow, whoever wins that, I mean they've still got a game to go, whoever wins that comes up, that arguably for the first time in a while, the best six teams are actually all in the premiership at the same time. And I don't mean that as disrespectful to any teams, but you know based upon the season. Based upon the, the, the season, with if I had like an on paper, like assuming that people don't suddenly drop off and move teams, and because that's always been the big killer, right? Is that a team works really hard in games promotion and then has either folded or players have moved to different teams or have left the sport, and you end up in a situation where you've got a weak pairing at the bottom of Premiership and you've got two teams that turn it all around and walk Div One, um, you know this year it's almost unfortunate that you know obviously with the kings being out that that promotion bracket has been included it has been widened to include the top three in div one which we battered them a bit but that's a that is a great decision from baffa at that point like that is a good decision just to be like they're down but we're keeping it as a four-team tournament so we're moving you came third you're coming up But I think for me that in the novel that was the biggest shock. Like that was the biggest surprise for me, because I I we've spoken about it before and we've been like, well, it's just you know Dunfermline won't go, you know I, the Thomas are not strong enough to stand up to Revisher and probably not strong enough to stand up to Murray or the Bees. So it's kind of a foregone conclusion. But now we have an actual, we have a, we've got game like we have a proper tournament on the go here. Um, it's interesting, is it? Because it's like. And, and again, as you mentioned, we're coming from this from the perspective of not being involved in those games. Yeah. But I guess a good argument is that like it's more games. Like we're always kind of wanting more games. And that's how they've maybe 
uh, you know, found a new way of adding more. And it kind of almost sounds a little bit like the like the NBA playing tournament that they yeah. do now. We're like sure, at the yeah. bottom there, you know, you're you're scrambling so that it's there's more teams who have an opportunity to to win. But the difference between what we're doing here and that that NBA playing is that like the Raptors have already won their thing. Like they've already yeah. won their division. They're not now just trying to scrape by to get into like a playoff scenario. Like they've already maxed out their achievement, yeah. really. Like what what do we say? They've lost one like game they're, all year. They're the, they're currently the so, second ranked team in the country. Yeah, exactly. So there's yeah, there's a like hooray more games, hooray more podcast content. But yeah, it's a funny one in that like they have every right to argue like no we've we've already won like that's yeah. that's what the point of this season was yeah it kind of because it end. kind of like it's kind of like if so like this weekend the last weekend of the regular season i feel has been the top of the table has been devalued the last game of the season is well the one of the games on the last game day of the season i don't think it's the exact last one on the schedule is Bees Murray. And one of those teams, the result of that game will decide who comes second. And up until the email came out, that meant only one of those teams was going to get a bash at promoting, being promoted. Now, who, whichever one loses that game will win the other games they're playing Again, that day, probably. All the repercussions of this is because Kings missed one game day. Wow. Wow. Waves. Conspiracies. <sighs> layers on layers. I, it, it's... Just the, the implications from one stupid little rule. It's not just affecting Div One. It's not affecting just the Prem or a game day or teams traveling. The the wave of that. You're right. Is like a freaking tsunami. Like just think about your decision next year. They're not going to, and they're going to do something else dumb. They're going to have the top four have a playoff to who's going to win the division. You know, they'll do something stupid, and there'll be a high majority agreement from you know the Midlands teams um, that won it their way. Um, but again, it's just this could have all been avoided, and I feel I feel for the you know a couple of the teams. But the last game day it was going to be so exciting for us, and now it's just turned into like, well, we're both yeah. going to have a chance to play for promotion regardless of how this game goes. So what's the point? We're yeah. going to all play together. The Raptors. What's the point of this whole season? Imagine if they, you know, imagine if that's what I'm saying. I know I'm saying it jokingly, but imagine if they did lose. Like they have an injury, or oh, like a know, terrible day. The weather could be affecting. Like the Kings, did. the coach don't make it. It's something again. Could imagine if they don't make that last game day. That's three games that you're missing. And then, yeah, if, they, if you do, if you don't take part in promotion relegation, can you play in the finals the week after? And is that deemed as part of the league? I mean, there's yeah. so many ifs and buts and maybe's, but that's why we talk about. It. That's why we're here for. Um, and yeah, it's. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I want the Raptors to go up. I think they deserve it. Is it going to be I done like in the right way? I don't know. But I hope they go all the way and win the BAFA playoffs. I hope they go all the way and win and absolutely blow every team out and then just have a big, massive middle finger to the league and say, look, we, we did it anyway. Their potential... So they would get... If it went by seeding, they would get... So the first they would get. Oh. I just hope the Raptors don't do an outlaws. That's all. I think they could get. They could get this. They would get this if it went by seeding. They would go London Spark, 
Manchester Titans B, Keenstrom Kings would be their playoff path at the moment. Winnable. I think I don't think they're gonna have many problems with the teams in Div One, to be honest. If they go down strong and go down prep, don't leave it last minute, get a good warm up, look after themselves. I think Raptors opportunity. <clears throat> they're all, and the thing is, they're all good matchups actually. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I've not obviously the Spark and you not seen them play. They'll be good though. They'll be good though. Like coming from there. What's the? I know, I know this is gonna be a bit of a curveball, and I'm I don't want to open up a rabbit hole. What's the other um, playoff? relegation round robins look like what teams are kind of involved with oh i've not really had i'll uh, be honest i've not really yeah, had much of a look so if you take for example yeah the... so scotland scotland is murray uh, murray murray glasgow raptors and clyde comets uh, the north newcastle is currently wigan newcastle titans b warrington lead samurai mm-hmm Wonder how that happened, Bess. The southwest is Keensham, Hammerheads, Turn Up the Chins, and the Kevin Cougars. And the southeast is the Panthers, Coventry Panthers, the Spark, the Aylesbury Vale Spartans, and the Buckinghamshire Wolves. Ooh, that's a spicy one. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I like so, that one. That's a good one. Spark win that. That's three. Yeah. Three smoke teams in the prem. In the prem, I know. That's crazy when you put it like that. And it's great yeah. to kind of see the flash where I what seven and five, I think I see here. Yeah, they're they're, they're really competing. They're doing excellent. I mean, having a third flash like London team in there talks about the talent in London, boys. <laughs> We've been saying it for ages, though. We've been saying it for ages. Like it's such a big city. It's about like it's oh, no like, the, the talent the, you can pick from. Like there's more people there than our, our entire entire country like, there's more people yeah. live inside the n25 than live in scotland right so why have they why do they not win more why are there not more teams um that's true yeah so right no, we'll, no grass to play on no grass only grass to play on <laughs> so. i mean the big question the big question to come out of the last game did is that does was really does does a quarterback shit in the woods and to the best of my knowledge the answer is no but we'll we'll cover that in greater detail next time in part two, so in part we, two. we can be yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we'll do our we'll do some previewing very quick because I'm aware that this show is dragging on. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, in terms of the promotion relegation, it's not completely sewn up in okay. Scotland. Um, oh, the- yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's um. There's one playoff scenario which I've worked out in which the Aberdeen Silvercats could take third in the division. Right. And then make the playoff bit. And it's so out there that... Oh. So basically, I was trying to work out if it was done and dusted. And unfortunately, not it's quite. not quite done and dusted. So the hey, Prem's all done, right? Prem's kind of uh, locked in. No, so Aberdeen and Edinburgh both have some work to do to clinch. Um, oh, so for they're not clinched in playoffs. They're yet not either. clinched yet. Ah, so okay, we'll get to that. okay. I've got I've got that here as well. In Div One, Raptors are locked into. Raptors are obviously locked into one. We've already crowned them champs. Go buy your merch. Two and three is going to be, one of Murray and Glasgow. And then, yeah. in theory, the Silvers could get up to third if the following happens. Oh. Right, hit me with it, Des. They've got to beat the Glasgow Killer Bees by more than eight. That will give them 
It's a, okay. a, that means it would be a head-to-head tie, but they would have the aggregate wins. Silvercats have got the talent. They can certainly do it. Okay, then, okay, that one possible. I'm okay. I'm in. I'm in. I'm invested. Silvers are running the gauntlet here, so they're going to take. They're going to beat the current third place team by eight points or more. Got to earn it. Going to get third. You got to earn it. Cool. They're then going to take on the high flying Raptors, who've already won the division, and maybe they're, oh. they're kind of chill. Resting players for the IFAF. You? Oh no, they're not. No, they're oh. not doing that. No, they're not because <laughs> oh, okay, of, no. of the conspiracy. So, yeah. um, okay. So, so they're going to be there. Yeah. So, but they might just be chill because they've already won the division, right? And they don't care. Who cares? Who, Who doesn't cares? matter? Let's, let's rest our finals now. Doesn't matter. I'm going doesn't to play matter. in promotion relegation anyway. They got. A, they got a re- oh, that's it. They got rest so, players for the promotion relegation. No injuries, you know, because they right. might not. They're no guaranteed a promotion. Why would Paul hurt himself? Why would you risk day? it? Right. Why would you risk it? I read you it. Know? I read into this. I like that. Ben, Paul, bands. Ross, all in bubble wrap. Not traveling to Murray because it's far away and scary. Too so far away. It's too cold. Don't want to pull hamstrings. Way too cold, right? Yeah. If, if, if League One doesn't matter throughout the season, why bother? Why Just bother? Just the playoff right. relegation. I, I get what the Raptors are doing there. I see exactly. It. Right. It's smart. Cool, cool. The Distillers are up next for the Silver Cats. Current second place team. Right. Oh. Distillers now. God. They're like, they're like, ah, we'll be all right. You know, home second. game. Home game. It's stressful managing all of that stuff. You know, like, They've Are got, the pitches wide enough? You know, Have we got so, enough cones? You know, yeah. they've, we've already beaten the Killer Bees, so we're already in second, so we can relax. A bit Jesus, the Silver right? Cat. I, I, right. At the start of this conversation, I was super hopeful. Oh my God, the Silver Cats could talk. Right. Oh, sorry, so The guys. Silver Cats need to beat the top three. Jesus Christ. Who made this schedule up and put them the last three on the last game day? That was that's smart. not all. Oh, oh, We're no. not done. Oh, we're not done. No, no, no. The Silver Cats also need a favour. From the hosting Murray Distillers, they have to beat the bees. Oh, they're th- I mean, that's their closest neighbor, right? So we need a bit of northern teamwork here. Okay, okay. And then we also need the West Lothian Chargers to win the East-West Grudge Match and also beat the bees. And if all of those things happen, the Silver Cats will be third, and they'll get to play Murray and Renfrewshire oh. again. And yeah. Also so with being, you know, Aberdeen gentlemen, scholars of the football from the East, what's the group chat like right now? <laughs> um, I sent that Positive, in. Positive. I sent know? that in and I got four laughing reactions back from <laughs> the That sets the mood, boys. <laughs> I love their motivation. I wondered if they were up for it and pumped and it just seems like... I got, I got four. Yeah, la- we'll see what happens. I got four. Yeah, so I sent the message in saying, would anyone like the... So you're telling me there's a chance of the day. Um. Said that so yeah, Silver's reached the promotion relegation tournament with a win versus the bees by eight plus, plus a win versus the Raptors, plus a win versus the Distillers, plus a killer bees lost to the Distillers, plus a killer bees lost to the Chargers. The response was a lot of laughing emojis and one could happen though. <laughs> so could I could I see the killer bees losing their last two games? I oh. mean I, I, I why not? The Chargers are looking to make a statement and set themselves up for next season. Maybe. Maybe. Silvers are wanting to push for wins. They gotta go. Maybe. The Silvers also need the Silvers are also currently in playoff position. So any win they get could hold them in for going back to finals for the second year in a row. The big that's, exactly, that's true again, yeah. I definitely there it's tough though. The, the top three teams in the last game day of the season Brutal, see. isn't it? That Brutal. is horrible. But yeah. good good luck to Sai. There's a good bunch of lies. I like all the Silvers boys. They're all really good. I mean, I, I wish them the best of luck, eh? And they'll give it they'll give it a fair goal, like. Absolutely no it's doubt. Like, it's, that, it's a rough schedule, though. It's <laughs> not easy. That's not easy. That's for sure, man. Yeah. 
Okay, right. I think there's oh, a cool. few players on the Silver Cats who are like they live closer to their Murray away day than they do to Aberdeen. Ah, it's so like their home game day. Yeah. For that length, a of family are coming to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a whole yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're traveling no, north, no, not north. north. Yeah, yeah. Why? What? 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 Oh, yes. it's going to be a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Tree, you, you asked about um, the Premiership. So, yeah, I wondered if anything was sewn up. Obviously, Hornets are national champion you so, can buy the t-shirt available now just like the raptors so the the smoke the hornets the north ants titans blue the manchester titans are your top four they're division leaders they're locked um they can their seeding is not locked oh seeding so, is not locked but so in regards it, so to them making top four yeah so they're they're i do i think so i think they're locked in as top four i've only calculated how high they can possibly reach so the right. smoke and the hornets are still both in it for the one seed. Although the smoke, the hornets do need to score like 160 points. Um, okay. The Titans blue and the Manchester Titans will be the three and four seed. They can. Go. Right. Um, I think the Titans could go as high as the two seed if Glasgow the smoke or uh, Glasgow sorry both lose lose them both and there's a whole bunch of net points for gaming. But see that's gonna not, happen. Not, well, I mean the hornets have already. I mean, there's one, bubble one wrap, and they're so, not turning up. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're still going to win. Grange by Broncos obviously can't get any higher than fifth, one. but they're no, in fifth, right? Okay, because um, so they actually have a better win percentage. Um, oh, than, I've seen that. Yeah, then is but, it not against they're, but it's, but the, the top four? Because top are four division, is conference. The top four are division leaders. Um, Broncos won't be happy with that. So the Broncos can't. It's yes, it's the classic Broncos problem because this happened to them last year as well. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Um, from there, the Reading Devils are currently in sixth, but could get as high as fifth. The Manchester Crows are in seventh, but could get as high as sixth. Um, but those teams have all clinched. The top seven are all in the playoffs, no matter what happens to them. Well done, guys. Aberdeen Oil Cats are currently the eighth seed. They play Clyde and the Broncos. They will clinch a playoff place with any of the following. One win or one tie. Should be okay. Or any any more. A Salford loss or tie, an Edinburgh loss, a Coventry loss, assuming that, that Coventry don't overturn a deficit to them of 12 points, up to us of 12 points per game, which would require... I just love how much effort you've put into this, Bez. I, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Oh, you could have just said, yeah, this sounds incredible, so, Bez. I'm so impressed. Uh, I did some of it, and then... Um, Mike Scott was doing like the official one for Baffa and he was like, Can you sense check this? So okay, I had cool. I did a, a couple of them and then he did the rest. Um and then I just used his because I figured he's right. Um Chichester, if Chichester lose um lose and tie, Oilcats are in. If Chichester lose two or the flash lose two, Oilcats are in. Any of those happens, they're in. Um, and then we have to go down to the next HNC one. We have to go down to the 12th seed. And this is where I mean, it gets. Is it 16? It's 12 in the Prem. Oh, it's 12. And is yeah. that where Outlaws are hovering? The outlaws are 12. Ooh, outlaws play good. Clyde. They play the Broncos and they play the Hornets. Three games. And this is where the scenarios get absolutely insane. Okay. Just a little. So Edinburgh can still reach as high as the seven seed. That the best case scenario is they can get as high as seven from where they are. Need a lot to happen, but they could do it. To just clinch a playoff spot and be 12th or better. Three wins. 
guarantees it. Three wins, they're in. Or two wins and a tie. That's tough. Or all of these following things. Strap in, boys and girls. <laughs> Vince looks like it's going to be in a while. Two wins and a Salford loss or tie. Two wins and a Coventry loss, assuming Coventry don't overturn the deficit to points deficit to Edinburgh. Two wins and two London Flash losses. Two wins plus two Chichester losses. Two wins plus a Chichester loss and a tie, assuming that in those two wins, Edinburgh overturn the net points per games played deficit of 3.33 to Chichester. Or any of the following. One win and one tie plus a Salford loss. One win and one tie plus a Salford win and a tie. One win and one tie plus two Coventry losses. One win and one tie plus a Coventry loss and a tie, assuming Coventry don't overturn their net points per game to Edinburgh. Or a win plus two Coventry losses one Salford loss, assuming Coventry don't overturn the net points per game. A win and two Coventry losses and a Cardiff loss or tie, assuming Coventry don't overturn. And a win plus one Salford loss and a Salford loss or tie. Okay. Well, or is... okay, okay, best. or right. <laughs> one tie plus two. Salford losses plus a Cardiff loss. Or a tie plus two Salford losses or a loss and a tie plus a Cardiff tie and Edinburgh maintain their net points per game advantage over Cardiff. Or... or that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> VPP loss or tie, two Salford losses, plus Carford, plus Cardiff lose, and Edinburgh maintain their net points per game average over Cardiff, which is currently 1.83. So basically, Edinburgh can lose all three games and still, and still make it in. Jesus. But it required, like, yeah. so much needs to happen. So basically, what you're telling me, what I would like now is in the way the HNC at store, I want a Michael Scott appreciation t shirt. With the meme of Michael Scott from The Office, with a with a finger like e, with a glass or whatever, but a Michael Scott appreciation T-shirt because that, if that's what he's doing in his free time, is more than voluntary work for Baffa. That is ridiculous. That is, it's outrageous, isn't it? And it's crazy. I love you, Mike, but Jesus, goodness, man, like oh. that is wild. All those scenarios. the biggest, I love the it. biggest, the biggest thing about this though is. On that wild day in Edinburgh, that like Iron Man, Ali Morello quarterbacked team beat Salford. Right, they beat Salford thirty seven thirty six. I think it was. Or, no, I did write it down thirty two twenty seven. Sorry, they beat Salford. Okay. That game gives them the head to head, which is likely what this will come down to. Nice one. Right. Nice. Like that game, I reckon, is going to make them a playoff team. From that game on that game day, they also beat Wigan by like two points that day as well. Perfect. Like so they put themselves in a position to be there. That day where it felt like the team that they showed up with would have quite rightly felt like, oh, 
we're going to have to do a job here today. Well, they absolutely did that job, and it's likely that that is going to make them a playoff team, and the HNC will send four. Love it. It's not long since that's been a while since that happened. So yeah. So, so if you're uh, if you're listening and you play for the Edinburgh Outlaws, all you need to do is rewind this podcast by about five minutes, get a pen and paper, and then note all that down, and come Saturday refresh every social media feed you can yeah, find to see exactly. how you're doing <laughs> and uh, fall out in, in the meantime so yeah good yeah. luck Edinburgh That's so awesome. I think the I think what's it's a doozy one, one okay. win plus two Coventry losses and a Salford loss a Cardiff loss that's that's the one that feels like it could happen to me most like like Salford are playing the Titans. So I think the Titans will win that, right? So there's your Salford loss. I don't know who Coventry have, though. I don't know who Coventry have. I can't remember. But like I don't I don't think it's that. Like it sounds mental when I list it all out like that, but the actuality of what sure. has to happen. Because like I, we're expect right, we're we're expecting the Hornets and Broncos to both win their games against Edinburgh. Yes, right. and then we're expecting gonna, Edinburgh uh, to beat Clyde, right? Uh, so Edinburgh we're saying start their day off with Clyde, which keeps things exciting for the rest of the day. Yeah. Right, so they win that game, and then everything else after that's a bonus. So nice. Yeah, keep an eye on how things are going on down south after that because I think they'd want to. Just like don't worry about it. If I mean, happens, it happens. The biggest, the biggest, the biggest thing is like you need to take care of your own, take care of business, right? Like for us. I think, do we play Clyde first as well? Um, I no, I think we're Broncos, Broncos then Clyde. Are we, Bron- are we Broncos then Clyde? Yeah. Right. So, if, yeah, from our perspective, like, it would be very silly for us to be like, okay, we'll just, you know, the Broncos game is the Broncos game and then we'll make sure we beat Clyde because they're weaker in the division. Like, that's insane, you know? Like, oh yeah, Edinburgh, when they played in the cattle field against Glasgow, and Clyde a couple of weeks ago, they hung around like they, you know, they hung around until much later than I think Glasgow were quite happy for them to hang around for. Um, oh, yes. You know, now, does that mean that Glasgow are likely to come out and say, well, we need 106 points here, so let's get right into it. Let's focus. Let's not, let's not completely wipe that possibility out the, out the way, but yeah, like you got to have a crack, don't you? All right. It's gonna be a yeah, that's an interesting one. I just um I just wanna see you your wee pen and paper phase and a wee scores update rolling. I just wanna see panicking in the corner trying to work it all out and then your excitement, then your I, disappointment, then your excitement again and then I, I'm, I'm to not that. gonna no? Ga- gathering in gathering in Southern Division Division oh, One yeah. Southern section what do we even call it? southern conference southern conference division one scores is is rough and i'm not in any of the league chat like the, the rep chats either so i don't get the. i was gonna say you'd have to have you in the inner circle to try and like prod for results and i imagine people will want results like there'll be people that are really into their flag football like your marcus gambrels and stuff like that so it's like oh what's the results up north boys what's so happening la- like last I year imagine there will be people that might be interested. last year i think marcus did like a finals day Score he did, yeah. That's what I was really referring to. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll. I don't know if they're if he's doing that again this year or not, or if he's going to be at game day or whatever. But yeah, I mean, we'll have our scoreboard. We'll have the HNC facts up as soon as we can, and 
what the league looks like and that will feed back into the yeah. the powers that be and we'll get the official uh yeah we'll get the official standings when they're when they're ready I wish them all the best of luck, Bez. Absolutely. It should, should be pretty good. It's a bit of a doozy, but it'll be good fun nonetheless. It's flag football is the real winner here, boys. It's all about the participation <laughs> trophy, apparently. So and you've got to turn up to be rewarded. So, yep. Cool. I'll be there. I'm going to pop down, Bez, and catch you guys. Yeah. I think you're the second game on. So I'll probably yeah, come down just before Broncos or Cats. I'll come say hello and watch your guys' game. Uh, what's after that? Cool. Second, third game. What's the third game? Oil Cats Comets. Sure, uh, I can catch yeah. two of your games before heading home. We'll be around. Hopefully, there'll be no cows this time. That was so good last though. year. Crowd noise. Cows just trotting back and forward, mooing. Crowd really noise. Made it an exciting, exciting day. Yeah, nothing makes you feel closer to the Olympic sport than fucking baby oh, cows feeding yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, cows in the middle of a field in Fife, you know. What could be better, gentlemen? I haven't looked at the weather. I mean, um, it was very yeah, open, it was open last we, year. We missed out on Greg with the news, but does that mean we can have tree with the weather? I mean, if you give me just uno momento, I can give you the latest weather report. And I could also look just look out my window and tell you what the weather's like. Today was a sunny 22 degrees where I live, and it was absolutely beautiful, mate. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> it's also dark right now, so I've got no idea what the weather is right now. Uh, there we go. Let's have a little look. Saturday. <laughs> okay. What time is the first game, gentlemen? Can Do you guys know the first game time? Uh, quarter 10. 10 o'clock. Okay, so from 10 o'clock, you have a 70% chance of rain with 16 degrees. As you go through the afternoon, gentlemen, to 12 o'clock, there is a chance of thunder showers and a gentle breeze with 70% of rain, uh, with temperatures feeling like 19 degrees, but with thundery showers at 12 o'clock, with the rain not really subsiding until 11 p.m. So you're going to have to deal with a 12 mile an hour uh, northeasterly wind, 70% chance of rain, potential thunders, and a whole lot of electric football. Hey, I mean, it's it's, Fife. it's, it's, it's the kingdom. It's two days to go. That could change. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll update that. I am holding. Yeah, I'll, I'll do I, a personal little live stream direct to the way the HNC at podcast at just after the news at six o'clock tomorrow. Just after the news, follow of the weather update. Yeah, is this, is, this is my now my segment. Get we jingle. I can I could work out a tree with the news a tree with a weather report with tree. I'm cool with that. I mean, I mean, if that's my one contribution to flag football nowadays, I mean, if that's what's come to, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll we'll save winter league for another day. Yes, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on. We can we can again these shows over the next got like IFAF and Euros next week. Then we've got how did the Euros go with Andy? I was I was honestly I was honestly thinking. I mean, Kelly said she's coming back on with her gold medal. So, oh, so she I promised. Mean, these next yes. few weeks are electric, and then we can save the you know winter leagues back till maybe and talk about it some other time. You know that yeah. is that's exciting. I'm so glad it got picked up, Bez. I'm so excited. Yeah, someone to be able to take and run. Quick fool. And another news is does quick fool? No, no. I will, no, it's it's like we quick we're was good. fuller after I spoke to Guthrie. It was. It is fuller. We um, it's good, but I can 
fiddle with formats to get as many teams as many games as possible. To make so it look no... fuller, fuller. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just padding, isn't it? Oh, oh Quake, sorry. Everyone um, loves football. Quake. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey. um, Browsers. Um, so, yeah, I guess that just leaves us time for a joke. I, do, I did actually just oh, find one. I found one yes. just there. Okay, okay. He's strapped in, Andy, because these are... So these can go either one way. They can either get cancelled, you can get muted like I did once, um, or they're really good. I think so we've had one for a while on this show. No, this not, is, uh, we've been a lot yeah, of guest heavy, so I've not been telling back. you jokes. <laughs> so did I ever tell you about my uncle, Tree? He was I, a dyslexic baker in the army. You have not told me about your dyslexic baker uncle who's in the army, Bess. Oh. He used to go in all buns blazing. Yeah, it's good. That's good. That's good. I feel like we should do one of those shows where we tell bad jokes. I think that I think I think I not laugh. I think and Andy judges it. You're out. I think I think the yeah, I think the no laugh challenge is definitely potentially some good quake content. I mean that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because we could do that. You like sit across the table thing. Oh, and Andy's got some. Oh. Yes, we've got a cameraman, a content man, just straight off the back of iFap. And he's going to come back from the like, There's it's no like, chance I'm filming anything look ever. At this con- this, the, <laughs> yeah. the GB yeah. women and men couldn't give us this content. Yeah, we'll, we'll give the content to people, you know, the content to the people that want. Yeah, we'll get this first out of the way and then we'll start with the real, the real, the real content. content that everyone Got wants. it. Yeah. And then we, we can actually start, imagine as well, we can start a conspiracy podcast soon. Oh. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to any information about the conspiracy that the people can give us. Oh, I can't I'm wait to see what's next in the comments. We will, like that, we will yeah, investigate I'm this. so hyped with it. Imagine just a whole segment. We could just have a like 60-second shorts for like TikTok and YouTube Maybe shorts we because, just you know, a weekly conspiracy. going that way. I'm up for that. Like, we could start another one. I, well, I'm, I'm not keen on starting another one because I'm probably going to get... So, I mean, we're, DMs, we're pretty... But... We're, like, there's been a lot of links made in this podcast. Where's Tom Clark? I'll start that one. Where's Tom? Yeah. What happened to Tom? Where's Tom? Uh, that's, uh, that's Omerta. To- yeah, okay. Where's Tom? Tom! Code of Tom. silence. No, so. We got silenced. Okay. We'll love the cupboard later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you, Tom. Oh, miss you, Tom. Cool. Okay. Well, that this this has gone on for quite some time. So thank you, everyone, for bearing with us. If you've made it this far, you deserve an absolute medal to go with your tinfoil hat. Um, Obviously, thank yeah, you so much. tinfoil to- hat. Gold tinfoil. Yeah, let me be the level up now. But uh, yeah, no, thank you so much to Andy for being here. Tell us about yeah, cheers, Andy. the Euros. We'll get you back on um, soon. Thank you very much for having me. Enjoyed yeah, it. Exciting, I'm excited man. to see it. And I'm excited to yeah. see what you produce. It'll be good. And I'll probably text you in like six hours anyway. <laughs> Morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll be, we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. <laughs> cool. Perfect. Well, yeah, I'll see you both at the weekend um looking forward to it so it's uh it's goodbye from andy goodbye it's goodbye from treat bye guys and it's goodbye from me this has been the way we hit and see it thank you so much for listening Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of the way we hit and see it by subscribing on whatever platform you Listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review. Um, To be honest, we're not entirely sure what that does. But if you enjoy the show, 
give us some decent stars and tell your friends and if you don't enjoy the show then feel completely free to tell nobody about it you tried you didn't like it but hey at least you tried and at least we got here and to be honest you must have liked it a little bit because at the here at the end of the show you're still listening speak soon everyone have a great week